And now, story time with Mr. Black. Today, I want to share with you a story that Jeremiah Broderick sent into Guidepost magazine in 2021. He goes on to state in a letter he wrote about the impact that C.S. Lewis had on his life. He says he grew up in a very fundamentalist atmosphere, one that claims that if you do really well, God loves you. However, if you don't do well and you do bad, if you mess up, God's mad at you. God will be angry with you and God won't love you anymore. Some of us know this very well as performance-based acceptance. He goes on to say he joined the Marine Corps right out of high school. And by that point, he had given up on his relationship with God. He convinced himself that God doesn't really exist, but that uh, he's just not going to be able to to make him proud no matter what he does. And so whether God exists or not, uh, he's tired of not being good enough for God. So he put down his Bible and he didn't pick it up again for years. You see, C.S. Lewis was an atheist. And when he went to war, he served in World War One. And he said at one point about his experience in World War One, the frights, the cold, the smell of AG ag, you know, high explosive, the horribly smashed men still moving like half crushed beetles, the sitting or the standing corpses, the landscape of sheer earth without a blade of grass. You see, that would taint someone. And so C.S. Lewis had a very negative view of war at that time, but he also had a very negative view of God as well at that time. And his experience in war certainly didn't help his atheism. C.S. Lewis, on his way back to London after being wounded and after taking a train ride and observing the scenery, the beautiful scenery, in contrast to what he had just left in the battlefields of France, he had a moment for the very first time in his life, maybe ever, were, well, maybe since a child, were with this beauty right in front of them, it opened up his mind that maybe, just maybe, there might be a God after all. So Jeremiah Broderick goes on to say that towards the end of his military career, he read a quote out of nowhere. And the quote said, I have found that the degrees of shame and disgust, which I actually feel in my own sins, do not at all correspond to what my reason tells me about their comparative gravity. Our emotional reactions to our own behavior are of limited ethical significance. And as Jeremiah Broderick researched who actually wrote that quote, because it piqued his curiosity, he stumbled across the name again, C.S. Lewis. And then he thought, C.S. Lewis, isn't that the guy who wrote Narnia, the, the children's books? See, Lewis wrote, quote, My idea of God is not a divine idea that has to be shattered from time to time. He shatters it himself regularly. Could we not almost say that this shattering is one of the marks of his presence? And the idea that he could shatter and rebuild his view of God and can shatter and rebuild the small Sunday school fundamentalist God uh, had rebuilt into something beautiful, something who actually seeks God, who actually loves him. Despite his mistakes, despite his failures, it was very nourishing to a soul who desperately needed to be nourished. And ladies and gentlemen, today, I'm telling you right now, our souls need to be nourished. 
And a lot of people are feeling tired of not being enough, not being good enough, not being smart enough, not being rich enough, not being white or black enough, not being able to talk enough, whatever it is. And it's those disappointments, those discouragements that cause us to shift our attention from one of hope to one of pain and discomfort. And then we find ourselves in these valleys, in these desert experiences. And life is an undulating line. It has peaks and it has valleys. It has highs and it has lows. And so many people have been disappointed so they don't dream anymore. And so many people have been so hurt so they don't feel anymore. And so they don't go too high and they don't go too low. And they flatline. And ladies and gentlemen, it is time for us to get in the driver's seat of our life. There's a lot of confusion out there. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of trepidation. There's a lot of things going on that people don't like. People are confused. We seem like we've lost our country. We've lost our way. We've lost our personal identity. We've lost our national identity. And leaders, this is when we need to step up. This is when we need to remember our valley has a purpose. Our desert has a purpose. The valleys are some of the most fertile places in the world. Valleys are where things gather. Valleys are where things come together to get ready to climb the mountain. And there are highs and there are lows in life. And we must realize that when things are going really well, this too shall pass. And when things are struggling, this too shall pass. And when all else fails, look up. Look beyond yourself. Look for the higher power. Ask the God questions. Seek. Now is the time to seek. To get the most out of your desert experience. The Israelites were supposed to be in the desert for a couple weeks. But they wound up spending 40 years in the desert. Of all the 2 million plus people who left Egypt, only two people made it into the promised land. Everybody else that entered the promised land had been born on the journey. And everybody else that had left the, prom, uh, the Egypt had died on the journey. Why? Because they didn't learn the lesson from the desert. The desert has a purpose. It refocuses us. It causes us to ask questions. It causes us to question ourselves, to challenge ourselves. And ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing wrong with that. It's time to step up. Remember, it was Nietzsche who said, he who has a why can bear almost any how. And today we're too focused on the hows and not enough on the whys. You were created for something special. You were created for something more than this. You were created for something great. You were created for such a time as this. You are a leader. Leaders remember the right things. Leaders never give up. Leaders look beyond all the reasons why not and find one reason why. Leaders question themselves. Leaders are self-motivated. Motivation is the ability to move someone. And if we can't move ourselves, then what good is it to move anybody else? Leaders make it matter. Deserts and valleys have a purpose. They make us look for a reason why. They get us out of our comfort zones. They get ourselves mentally ready to move, to get motivated. 
So today, no matter if you're on a high point or a low point, today, if you're in a low point, realize what is the lesson from this low point? What is the lesson from this valley, from this desert? Because once you learn the lesson, now you're ready to climb the mountain. And for many of you, is the mountain leading to God. So today, act as if you're more than enough. Today, act as if you have a reason why. Today, go out there and live your life like it matters, because it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.